You are now listening to the Hexgrid Heroes Podcast Network. For sci-fi, Pokemon, high fantasy, or horror, check us out wherever you get podcasts and online at hexgridheroes.com. At the top of this episode, I have to announce that Iona will not be able to join us uh, this time. Uh, schedules in the quarantine uh, oftentimes uh, suck. Uh, we will try to link up with her when uh, you guys make it back out of the jungle, assuming you all make it. Uh, but uh, Iona will not be here, so we'll be doing a bit of a time jump. So last time, the four travelers ran afoul of a colony of sting bats, and while uh, even their alpha couldn't stand against them sheer numbers looked like they were going to be overran uh, enter iona a uh, recent addition to the yukore neighborhood she arrived in the nick of time uh, after hearing akam blasting recorded cries of the sting bats uh, she helped mow through the throng and the five of them all beat back these winged pests and with the help of their new tiefling ally iona they were back on the trail for those wayward soldiers of kimura they were tasked to find but we're going to flash forward a couple hours with Iona bidding you go on your journey without her. For uh, she was a little apprehensive about meeting those soldiers you were tracking. And now you are a ways from her uh, tree line hideout. It is dark and you're on the ground, but the trail is hot. I was trying not to make a make a joke about the trail being hot. You can say Trail is Hot. That's cool. It's a comedy podcast. Well, I was also having a problem not thinking of a good joke. So. Okay, so uh, you guys are, uh, you're on the ground. It's, uh, uh, you're, you're on the dirt. You're not in the trees. It's dark out. Uh, what's the lighting situation for everyone? I know androids have dark vision. What about Brasha and Akim? I have a flashlight. Okay. I think I have dark vision. I haven't opened my sheet in a hot minute. Yes. Maybe open yes, it I now. Yes, I have dark vision. Okay. <laughs> well, I okay. had it open. I just had to scroll down. Um, my, okay. My so, uh, Brasha and Rhapsody have dark vision. What's the marching order? I'm always first. Of course. Yep. I knew that. <laughs> uh, I'll take up the rear uh, since I've the other one with dark vision. Okay. I'll kind uh, of so be between looking you... at the six. Yeah. Okay. Akin, what about you? What you got going on? I guess I'll be in the middle. All right. And you have a flashlight out. Uh, any, uh, weapons out? Or, or are you uh, hoofing it? What's? Let me let me get that out of the way while we're walking. Uh, I think knowing. Much. Yeah, I think knowing knowing the dangers of the dark, I've got my weapons out, my my sword and shield out. Um, Russia would probably have his rotating pistol out, um, and knife at the ready, not drawn them. Okay. I'll have Karina out. Uh, real quick, do you have something playing in the background, or am I insane? No, there's birds outside. Fucking kill him. Let me see if I can <laughs> fix. That I don't. One. I don't want you to be stifled. If you if you need fresh air, I'm not gonna be an asshole. I was just curious. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if there the was a team. Not open. They're just nearby. I've got a piece of foam I can stick in the window though. If if you need fresh birds, I understand. But. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, 
Uh, bringing up the front is uh, Rhapsody, followed uh, closely by Addie Star, who has her battle bow out. She doesn't have any sort of dark vision, so uh, she's kind of, as she's walking around, she's following the uh, the light beam of Akim's flashlight, where he is out. Uh, which weapon do you have out, Akim? Uh, he said he had Karina out. Oh, he did. Kar- uh, Karina, Karina the gun. gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up on the rear, it's a uh, Brasha. You got your you got your dark vision going. You got your rotating pistol. That's kind of like a revolver, right? Is that? Yeah, it's a revolver, except it's like four barrels that rotate instead of like a rotating chamber leading to one barrel. Ah. Uh, and gotcha. I'll probably be scanning whichever way Occam's not pointing with his flashlight. Um, so if he sweeps it to the left, I'll be looking right, kind of trying to keep eyes on. Yeah, keep an eye on all directions. Okay. Uh, as you uh, actually, if you guys want to talk while you're walking, I'll let you uh, talk for a bit before we move on. Um, real quick, how easy is this trail to read? Because I know we, before we had mentioned that they hadn't been like gentle with the the undergrowth at all. Is this something that we need to be like keeping an eye out, or is it still pretty easy to read? This point in the forest, it had cleared up a bit. When you first got in, it was a lot of under underbrush, un- overgrowth. Uh, one of those words will be right when I edit. Uh, right now, it's st- it's mostly it's it's a lot clearer. There's not a whole lot of foliage around here. Uh, there's rocks and everything, but with your dark vision, you definitely don't have a problem. Rhapsody can definitely see everything around her. Uh, it is real nice, firm ground. There's no real difficulty uh, as you traverse. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we didn't need to be like going slow, paying attention to the to the ground. Um, not so much, and also you know, like what what growth there is are you know smaller trees or bushes. There are some because you see that there's kind of like a a straight shot of hack and slash going through. So you kind of are following this path of destruction along. Um. Then yeah, Brasha will kind of be. Uh, you know, he's taking up the rear, but he's still pretty close, and he kind of does a a loud whisper up to so that everyone can hear, and it's just kind of a... So, uh, it seems we're getting quite close to them. Uh, do you think there will be any chance of mm, peaceful negotiations between them, or is this going to be more of a, a guns-blazing situation? No, we're not looking to fight them. We're supposed to catch up with them and help them. Right, right, yes, sorry. Uh, but uh, with how dead set they seem to be marching, we're looking for that uh, doctor as well, correct? Or the scientist, yes? That one we might have to go in guns, please. You don't suppose that they may be... Uh, caught up with him in any way, like uh, perhaps they were running from him at some point or anything. I don't see any mutated corpses or undead folk around, so I don't imagine yet anyway. Good, good. Just uh, trying to get my bases covered. The, the eye rifle. They were a decent people after us. Got this off of one of them. Yes, the most decent people are always the ones who uh, <clears throat> leave behind their tools for for others, right? 
Well, we took the old body, jettisoned what was uh, what was left into the drift. So they shot first. Uh, Brasha nods. Not that um, <laughs> Occam can see that, but <laughs> I can point my old flashlight at your face. Does Does Brasha have like a uh, genetic uh, uh, urge to like follow the light beam? Not a laser pointer. So maybe if it was more uh, concentrated. <laughs> uh, while while we're while we're stomping through the uh, foliage here, uh, Addie Star has uh she's she kind of put her she put her bow away for a little bit, drew out uh, some several arrows and reached down. She had harvested uh, four sting bat tails, and she is uh, right now applying the uh, venom from those and just kind of uh, squeezing the arrows against the the venom sack and uh, putting him back in her quiver, and she brought, draws out her bow again. And uh, she is, she's uh, keeping a safe distance from uh, Rhapsody's swing, but uh, outside that, she's, like, right on <laughs> Rhapsody's uh, rear. It's a good place for her to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rhapsody, uh, anything for you before we uh, continue on? No, I think uh, traveling through the dark, she's trying to make as little noise as possible. Not that she can stealth, but she's trying not to be overly loud. Um, doesn't want to attract the attention of whatever's out here. Give me perception as you're continuing along. All of us? Yes, all of you, please. This will be uh, uh, hearing-based, so uh, no one will take uh, penalties. Ooh, I wonder if I have... 14. Okay. Uh, what you get, Occam? Sixteen. Okay. Oh, that twenty for a twenty-five. <laughs> okay. You all hear as you continue along that uh, the sound of a, a water greets your ears as you're going along. You're you're following this path along, and there's a before you you come across to a bank of a swift moving stream. Uh, those of you that can see right now, uh, piled around the embankment of this this little creek. Uh, is a mess of bodies. These are all damaged by the elements, time, and weapons fire. But as you uh, you know, scan your eyes and your flashlights over their bodies, you see that they are very much uh, humanoid and very much undead. They're all wearing rotted-out clothes and busted weapons, uh, splintered swords, and guns that seem better days. Um, but you find one higher up on the embankment on the other side. Uh, I think, uh, Brasha, with your nat 20, uh, you, you uh, combined with your hearing, with your sight, you're able to see that uh, a heavily scarred, tattooed human is laying on the other side of the creek, uh, gripping a two-handed weapon and wearing what looks to be a nice leather armor. Do they look alive? No, still very much undead. Uh, uh, lesions okay, and... Dead or undead? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the undead... Okay, the undead have been vanquished. They are not moving. Yes. Okay, so they're dead undead. Yes, dead undead okay. zombies. <laughs> the, the technical term is destroyed. Okay, thank you, Sean. The, the, you see a destroyed undead human across the way. Okay. And he's got, ni and he's got nice armor and a, a bitch and hammer. Uh, I'll lean up to... Looks like I spoke too soon. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Um, I was just going to make a snarky comment off of it. But if you catch yourself first, he wouldn't. He'd say, uh, there's, a, there's one across the river. Uh, seems a little bit better equipped than the rest of these. Uh, he kind of gives the closest body a kick and says, uh, well, the rest of them at least. You go check that one out. I'm going to salvage what I can from these, and I'm going to start checking through the mooks. And hey, uh, uh, sorry. sorry, salvaging batteries, guns, uh, maybe a sword or two. Um, okay. Even if they're busted up. Okay. Uh, you find two broken long swords. Uh, you find no batteries at all, no credits of any kind, no technology, technological items whatsoever on the ones that you're kicking around, uh, pouring through. Uh, you find about seven credits and uh, uh, two broken projectile-based weapons, and you, you're maybe able to salvage um, 12 rounds of small arms ammo. Well, be said. Twelve, yes. Okay. And uh, right now, uh, uh, she, Addie, watching you go through there, she's, uh, she, she asks for your flashlight. I'll, uh, I'll hand it off. Um. And, and, okay, and she's gonna hold it in such a way that she can hold in, and I'm doing this in my office. Uh, in her left hand, she's got the bow. Uh, hard part and she's got a flashlight kind of in between her fingers and then she's got it drawn and she's just scanning the treetops and everything around there uh, using your flashlight looks like these guys either traveled light or were looted already only stuff left is broken and a few credits I think that got uh, missed because they were kind of shoved in a weird spot well I mean if the uh people were tracking came through here and and found them it makes sense that they would loot them uh, i should also say you find no armor on these bodies uh akim they're all just wearing uh simple shredded tunics and pants uh, nothing they're they're not even wearing boots they're all barefoot uh different races there's a there's a human you see a a riforian but you uh aren't able to gather a whole lot from them these aren't the, do they seem like they are actual corpse folk or just undead just undead okay. uh yeah maybe i should have a role for that but i'll just give it to you uh yeah these are just standard undead uh uh no no weird uh scarification just corpses brought back to life to fight and poorly by the looks of it they're all slashed up covered in burn marks and slash uh cuts a good soldier will take whatever they can when they don't know how long they're going to be trapped in the field. It look it looks like these were either subject to necromancy or biomutagenic animation. These aren't corpse folk at all, just corpses. Well, the fact that they've already been defeated, it means we're on the right track, I would think. Science point to yes. Puts away magic eight ball. Uh, Brasha... <laughs> uh, Brasha... You, as Occam's going through there, you're you're gonna have to cross this uh this creek. Do you want to? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I would like to put my my rotating pistol in a water tight pocket. Um. 
<laughs> and I'll probably pull out my knife and um, have that kind of in my teeth as I... Do I have to swim over, or is it like... No, I was just going to say, it. Uh, as you, as you uh, look at it and you look into it, uh, you can see that it's not terribly deep right here. Uh, you, you figure if you uh, to walk through, it wouldn't go any higher than your knees. No, Prasha, I, I, I know uh, cats don't typically like water. Do you want me to carry you across? Uh, as far as I knew, androids weren't too fond of water themselves. That's not, <laughs> not necessarily true. We bathe and shower. I kind of like a nice hot tub now and then. That goes for the both of us, then. Uh, and he mocks, um, like, tipping a glass to her and <laughs> says, uh... Uh, two new discoveries of new friends, right? Just don't fall. I don't want to have to fish you out of the river. He'll, uh... <clears throat> he'll, uh... Oh, I guess he... I was gonna say tip his hat at that. I'm just not wearing a hat, so... <laughs> he'll he'll kind of, uh, laugh and <clears throat> nod, and then... Um, he will pull out his laser pistol as well, since he can cross without mm -hmm. um, swimming, and just kind of have them probably around uh, chest high, making sure that they don't get splashed on at all, but um, keeping an eye out for any undead that might have um, fallen into the water and not been fully finished off. Okay. He, he's going to be better safe than sorry in his mind. Okay. Uh, you're able to cross. The water is uh, bitingly cold even through your armor. Uh, it comes to a, about your knees uh, as you're stepping around. Uh, it's it's uh, loose pebbles underneath, but you don't feel uh, the telltale uh, shape of a body, undead or otherwise, as you cross. And you are on the other side, and uh, in front of you is a undead human, as you saw, tattooed. And uh, as you're now that you're closer to this, you can see that he is wearing Defrex armor, which um, give me a. I mean, it's basic leather armor, so I'm just going to give this one to you. It's, uh, uh, Defrex armor is made from the hide of the fearsome Defrex beast. It is a large, bear-sized creature with the fur markings almost that of a skunk. However, uh, this armor doesn't have, uh, the, the smell of a skunk, apart from, you know, the earthy tones of the mud it's covered in. But uh, as you look at it, uh, it does look to be in pretty good condition. Do you, uh, and, uh, I guess taking a look at it, you can see that it would uh, metagamingly be a better suit of armor than you're wearing now. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna um, give two quick stabs into the head of this creature just to make sure that they're fully dead, fully sure. destroyed, I mm -hmm. should say. Mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of pick up the, the hammer and the body and... Uh, carried back across the stream before I do anything else. Okay, uh, this is undead weight, so uh, as you carry... That was a terrible joke, I'm sorry. Uh, you are able to... Give me give me a, a simple athletics check as you're lugging this body, and this hammer is quite heavy. Uh, yeah, seven. Oh, okay, uh, so you're, you're having trouble. Uh, uh, one of them's about to fall. Which one are you going to drop into the water? Uh, I'm less worried about the hammer floating away, so I'll drop that. Fair enough. <laughs> the hammer 
sploosh right into the middle of the river and it's it lands with its handle up so it's just sticking up out of the water you're able to get the body to the other side uh and if you want to retrieve the hammer you can i imagine he uses the the handle to kind of help hoist the body up over himself again <laughs> kind of nice. bracing against it and then as he gets to the other side he says uh there's a uh quite a solid armament uh it's well you can kind of see it in the river from here um Addy, i'm assuming you would be able to use it quite well uh rhapsody you probably could uh as well it was a uh, a hammer i don't know which of you would prefer it her eyes her eyes her head's on a swivel right now uh but she does uh take a passing look and she'll look to uh uh rhapsody uh, what do you think? I always fight with the sword. Uh, she'll smile at you uh, and walk over to you, uh, handing, uh, tossing Akim back uh, his flashlight. And uh, she'll take a look at it. I didn't design this to be loot for the NPC, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Nat 20, or Nat 19 on the engineering check to look at it. Um, she, she holds it up and... Uh, uh, she'll go back over to Akim and uh, kind of, you know, beckon for the flashlight back, and she's going to pour over it with a flashlight since she doesn't have uh, any dark vision, and she's just going to gasp. This, this is... This is a hammer, I, I told you that. <laughs> Brasha says while stripping the uh, body of its armor and okay, she's trying just, it on. Yeah, she's, she's just going uh, up and down all over this with the flashlight. This is a storm hammer. This... This is Dwarven make. This is the weapon of a follower of Angrad. I was just going to say knowledge religion. Is that a thing on there, though? It's, uh, it's culture in this game. So uh, give me a culture check. Uh, anyone that uh, is interested or if anyone's perked up at that. But she, if you, you, you know, Addie, at this point, she is, she is like breathlessly looking at this thing. Uh, 19 on the culture. Yeah. Okay, uh, anyone else? 25 on the culture or 30 if it's pertinent, which I don't think it is. It's it's not in this case. You guys uh, smash it. Angrod is uh, an ancient demigod of the dwarves. He is the brother of Torag. But uh, with that awesome culture, you all know that when Galarian left, Torag has disappeared. So now Angrod is the patron deity of dwarves. His uh, followers are generally uh, boisterous... Uh, uh, fierce and militaristic. Uh, his symbol is a smoking forge. And as she's uh, going over this, she she uh, lifts her uh, hand up and smears the mud off of. Uh, well, it's it got rinsed in the river, so she doesn't have to do that. But she she shines a light at the head of the hammer, and uh, circling in dwarven runes is a smoking forge symbol. I I have this one. This is this is Angrod. And she's going to uh, set the hammer down and uh, shine a flashlight on her right bicep. And you see uh, a similar runes surrounding her right bicep with a smoking forge. I, uh, I, I got a little obsessed with the gap when I was in university. And although I favor Desna, I do have most of the ancient Galarian gods. And she's just, she's just pouring over this. She's hefting it in her hand. Are, are you sure you don't want to try it? Um, darling, I I have to stick with the longsword. It's, uh, it's just a thing. 
one one woman's trash is another's treasure, and she she kind of frowns uh, after a moment as she, she's like hefting it. Does anyone have a spare battery I could use? Here, I'll toss her one. I'll okay. change that to one. Uh, she'll... It has 20 charges. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, she'll take it and slap it uh, into the, the shaft of the hammer, and uh, instantly uh, it kind of sparks alive, and just a, a low hum uh, kind of comes from it. Yes, diamagnetic. And she starts swinging it around. She plants her feet in the mud and just starts swinging it in the air. And this thing's humming, and there's slight sparkling coming from the head. And uh, this, uh, you know that this will do uh, shock damage. And uh, she just, she spends a few minutes just feet planted into the mud, and she's just swinging her fiery red-orange hair, just whipping all around. And she's just, she's not laughing out loud, but she is breathlessly uh, uh, chuckling to herself. We'll walk over now, fully equipped in the mm-hmm. Defric side, armor, and uh, kind of clap her on the shoulder a bit and say, "Well, I uh, dare say that its previous user was not dwarven, and by any means, kind of gesturing at his new duds." And uh, <laughs> uh, I suppose if you are also a a follower of any kind, uh, the hammer by no means. Uh, Sort of chose you, eh? She's, she's out of breath. She's she's been swinging this for a bit, and she was really getting into it. And she's just smiles at you, smiles at everyone. Yes, this is quite a find. I I haven't studied Angrod's teachings in some times. His his more devout followers are a little hesitant to allow humans in their temples and such. But this is this is remarkable. Thank you. And that armor. Yes, I don't see a dwarf. Uh, fitting in that. How does it fit? It chafes my tail a little bit, but uh, other than that, it fits remarkably well. And as you're kind of standing there, like you're, you know, like you're putting on a new suit, you're kind of stretching out your arms and stuff, you notice on the uh, right forearm, there's a bit of a contraption. Uh, you got a quick release sheath on this thing. And uh, as you're kind of pouring, not pouring over, but as you, you just turn your arm around, you see you've, you've cleared all the mud off this thing. This thing didn't fall in the water, so you'd have to clean some of the mud off. But uh, you'd see that there are four grenades uh, kind of slotted into this thing. And uh, I don't know if we've had quick release sheets in the game, but basically it's just a quick draw. You can draw uh, any item less than a bulk as a swift action. Um, are the grenades in here full grenades? They are. Like standard yes, yes. Uh, two frags okay. uh what i say? i said four yeah there's two frags and uh two smoke grenades and they kind of alternate and you can tell uh by the color of them i don't know <laughs> uh yeah you're able to you know grenades you're, you're a tinkerer but this thing has uh grenades but uh, just to be certain um i can take any of the four grenades or is it going to be like a set order uh any anyone yeah it's kind of like uh it's like right there on your it's like a holster basically on your arm it, it's just kind of strong magnetic you pop off whichever one you want cool i just want to no, make good. uh then i will uh replace one of the uh one of each with a sticky grenade and a frag grenade i think they're called web yes. grenades um just so i've got one of each uh in my holster and then i'll I'll clip the spare two back in my pouch or belt or whatever, wherever I keep them. <laughs> on your tail. 
<laughs> in my grenade hole. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you you have this uh, nice leather armor now. Uh, are you going to are you going to uh, discard of your old one, or are you gonna haul it with you? I don't think it's that yeah. heavy. I think I can carry yeah, it. With yeah, it would. Now. Yeah, it would easily fold up tightly into your uh, uh, adventurer's backpack that you all have that I don't ever comment about. Uh, <laughs> the thing that carries the tents. Oh no, you know what, Addie? She's carrying those saddlebags from the mon- uh, the uh, the animals you rode. There's plenty of storage space in there if you don't have a backpack or satchel or what have you. I'm currently carrying one oh, yeah. bulk worth and, of uh, items. And so. I guess <laughs> I should, uh, for uh, listeners and you guys, a little refresher. Uh, you aren't encumbered until you're carrying half of your strength score. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. I don't yep. remember what Pathfinder is. Uh, I know they use pounds yeah. and... It's complicated. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, we won't even talk about it. <laughs> In Starfinder, they simplified it. Half of your strength score, you're encumbered. If it's uh, more than your strength score, uh, over encumbered. I could be confusing some of the words, but you can still move at carrying half of your strength score. And Addie can carry an ungodly amount because of uh, her uh, uh, background from a high gravity planet. So she is she's kitted up with these saddlebags and carrying all this gear so yeah if any of you need to unload anything even with this heavy ass even with this heavy ass hammer she can uh be your mule i'm gonna take the swords over to rhapsody and show them to her you think these will be useful if i clean them up tell me about these swords then they are they have the archaic and broken condition so you'll take uh Minuses to attack and uh, being an archaic, these are these are like crudely, uh, like they, they're metal, but they look like they're just scraps of metal, either spot welded together or uh, broken apart pieces of something of larger metal. I don't think you'll find they're worth a whole lot, dear. Uh, you might could melt the metal down and use it for one of your projects. And I should say they, uh, actual. Go ahead. Um. Uh, Brusha will come over as well and kind of look at them and say, uh, if nothing else, you could probably fashion a uh, makeshift bayonet uh, for your for your eye rifle, uh, Akim. Weirdly as it is, I don't want to go adding more weight to the front. No, 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 no. no. It's good. It counterbalances the kick. Pretty sure it makes it worse. <laughs> Only if you put it on the top of the barrel. If you put it underneath the barrel, it will try to kick up, but the weight will keep it down. See? It's good. It's better. God damn it. You could sell me anything, Rasha. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's made to do? I mean, I'm not a physics uh, guy like uh, uh, Sean, uh, or even a smart person like Sean. Uh, <laughs> I, but that makes complete mathematical sense to me that depending on where you put it will determine how it's affected. You make an engineering check. Okay, and I should also say uh, for listeners, uh, last time we met, I thought a uh, open soda can sounded like a shotgun being loaded. So <laughs> <laughs> I will make myself the butt of a joke. <laughs> but, um, I got sixteen engineering. Okay, uh, I got a twenty engineering. Jesus. I think you're lying. <laughs> Is there a I have a plus nine and I rolled a 19. 
Okay, so what are you wanting to do with this engineering? Are you wanting to know if this if that's how it will work? Because it can be whatever you want. Yes. I don't. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to use my own knowledge to see if he's bullshitting me. I'm trying to just uh, explain to him how it would uh, counterbalance it. Not necessarily that it would make it more effective. But... Yeah, uh, I'll ask you guys, my more experienced GMs, would that be a uh, sense motive versus bluff or diplomacy? I don't know. What do you guys think? Because I, I see what Occam's trying to do. He's trying Ooh. to see if Brosh is bullshitting, but... I, I, I'm not necessarily trying to see if he's bullshitting me. I'm trying to see whether or not he's right. Oh, okay. Uh, ooh, I don't really know how I would rule on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you want me... Because, yeah, I'm definitely not lying. That's that's what Brasha thinks, but Brasha also thinks that strapping extra battery packs to uh, a couple laser pistols will make yeah. it better. So. so so I guess if, Sean, you're asking me if I want to rule if it's going to work or not, rule a cool, yeah, it works. I mean... <laughs> Added melee damage. <laughs> you know what? Tell you what, if you put one on uh, your, uh, you can do uh, uh, an attack, not an additional attack, but it'll do a d6 of damage instead of like a d4 that a rifle butt would normally do. Oh, and you know what? This thing is rusty. <laughs> With your great engineering checks, <laughs> they're rusty sort. Uh, I mean, I can, metal, I can uh, fix the metal, uh, so that's not a problem for me. Okay. Well, no, I was, it was kind of an added thing. Like, you know, if you don't kill them, you'll give them tetanus. <laughs> Uh, luck jobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, what what do you what are you thinking, Akim? Do you want to? Uh, it, it would take uh, a very a simple engineering check to slap this on. I'm sure you have some sort of adhesive uh, duct tape situation that you could put on to this uh, rifle. It won't really do a whole lot, but if you are in close combat, you could use this to run someone through. Or sure. I'll do it. Okay. Give me an engineering check then, please. <laughs> 11. Oh, Can absolutely. I aid? Oh, yes. Mm, uh, 14. Okay, yeah, you aid. Uh, yeah, it, it takes a little bit, and maybe you guys are bickering over the best placement and how far out the blade should go, but after uh, you guys put your heads together, you're able to tape this busted-ass <laughs> metal shard onto your uh sniper rifle also uh do you want to take the time now will it take much time because you're just standing there and Addie's uh she's she's now put the hammer away and she's uh reclaimed the uh, bow and she's uh surveying the area again uh do you need to take time to remove the rust and do you choose uh, to that i can do while i'm walking okay no there's no need for me to literally just sit for 10 plus minutes absolutely and you have uh, three of them, maybe at that's at this point. As you, if you guys want to continue along, uh, I'm just gonna keep the one. I'll I'll toss the other swords, but I'll keep the guns and work on repairing them as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as I was, I was saying, uh, Rhapsody going forward, Rasha in the back, and uh, Addy with the flashlight. You know, you're kind of Samwise Gamgee right now, and everyone else is uh, trying to <laughs> just survive. So you're able to do that, no problem, as you guys walk along? Rasha will take one of the busted swords, um, just in case he thinks of a use for it in the future. Sure. Maybe you want to make some uh, more rings. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, uh, so Maybe. you guys are uh, ready to head out. Uh, give me a survival uh, to find the trail. Fifteen. 
fix that one. I was trying to roll. Well, I rolled a natural one, so I got five. Okay. Uh, Brasha? Ten. Okay. Um, you're having a difficult time, uh, even with the two of you with dark vision, one of you with a flashlight. Uh, maybe, Occam, your uh, low roll was due to you uh, uh, tinkering, maybe. Uh, you are having difficulty finding... 15. Oh, you had 15. I'm sorry. I thought you said... <laughs> thought you said five. Oh, that was Tracy. Uh, oh, okay. that, yeah, that was okay. me. I rolled on that one, so. Okay, with with the 15, uh, I'll you know, Occam, you're, you have two of your hands, uh, you know, fiddling with this, and uh, with your with a third hand, you just point, like, that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, like, looking around, trying to find it. And while uh, while Rhapsody, Addy, Addy rolled up Natty for uh, and uh, Brasha are like walking around. It's kind of like Gilligan's Island. They're making more tracks for them to find. <laughs> uh, Kim, you're just, you don't even say anything, maybe. You just have a hand pointed uh, downstream. Like somebody walking <laughs> through a store texting. Yes. Just yep. Wandering uh, that direction. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, and you point that way, and uh, the trail picks up. Uh, less, uh, and part of the reason why it was difficult, maybe. Uh, there's not a whole lot of foliage they had to hack and slash through here. They just kind of stomped along the bankment. But, Akim, you do see, uh, maybe in the light of uh, Addy's flashlight swinging around, you see the foot, uh, footsteps go uh, deeper into the jungle downstream from you. This way. Well, I guess we're going to walk that way. Okay. Uh, same marching order? Yeah. All right. And are you walking on the bank or in the water? The water doesn't ever get any higher than uh, uh, even the shortest of your uh, knees. And I know that Rhapsody is not the shortest. Right. Uh, Rhapsody would probably stay to the water trying to leave as little trail as possible in case something tracks them. Oh, perfect. Uh, the rest of you? If she's going through the water, I guess I'm going through the water. I'll probably be a little bit ahead of where I was last time, but more on the the uh, far side of the water, kind of keeping a look at the, uh, um, you know, the inlands, seeing if anything's coming out from there. Okay. He's cool. scouting the other bank. Yes. Well, the bank we're on still, <laughs> but uh, okay, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you you continue along this creek. Uh, after a while, uh, it just keeps going. Uh, you go for a solid hour, and at this point, all you hear are the sounds of the creek roaring, uh, not roaring, rushing around your feet, uh, and uh, the, each other's footfalls, and everyone but Rhapsody's heavy breathing as you guys are trudging through here. Uh, the ground does start to get rockier on either side of the uh, creek bed. The, uh, the the banks all start to get more rocky, less dirt, less mud, and the water sounds uh, pick up. And after a few moments, you arrive, and the water at this point is moving very fast, and the, your footing maybe gets a little slippery. Uh, give me a perception check as you guys uh, have now reached the top of a very tall waterfall on a cliff's edge. 16. Okay. 30, 20. Okay. Uh, 7, or 21. Okay, uh, yeah, you, you see uh, all around you that uh, you guys are, like, at a natural thing. This cliffside goes a uh, very long ways on either side of you into the darkness. And even those of you those of you with dark vision, it only goes 60 feet. And I feel like a flashlight's probably half that, if I remember oh, right. Uh, if to you make wanna... sure. Thank you, sir. That's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, you... I think it might be 40, but yeah, it's 
Oh, you know what? You could have put the uh, the, the flashlight onto the rifle, but you've already got that uh, spot <laughs> taken by the sword. You can have the flashlight taped onto the top of the bayonet. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it gives an extra five feet. Two. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and then if you shoot, it fires through <laughs> the flashlight. Thus rendering it useless. Uh, yes, uh, with all of your great perceptions, even with uh, that, you you hear the roar beneath. Uh, with your good perception, you could guess it's cone. about a 75-foot... It's a, sorry? 20-foot uh, cone for a flashlight. Oh. oh, wow, much less than I thought. Okay, yeah, uh, it doesn't do a whole lot for you. You can't really even see that, but... With your good perceptions, and uh, you know maybe some of you are good with math, uh, you can tell by the sound of the water. Uh, the water is going down straight into more water, um, and uh, it's about 75 feet down. And uh, as you're standing there, it's just dark. And you're standing there a moment. What would you guys like to do? Is there any kind of obvious trail where the the people went there are not there is not someone check the uh the other bank and see if they crossed over or if we're going to have to try to climb down portal to the other side and go over look around uh yeah uh give me another uh give me survival check this time because you're looking for tracks uh 13 nothing the steps that you're making are the first steps that you see of humanoids at all you see you know little maybe uh insectoid uh uh you know crawling tracks but you see nothing see anything and as did you shout this yeah okay and as you uh shout this it kind of echoes out you're on a cliff so it, it does carry the sound a little bit uh give me another perception check as uh, you kind of hear your own voice Echoing back at you. All of you give me this perception check, actually. This will one. be hearing based, so. Okay. Or, uh, five. Mm. Okay. Another 16. Okay. This is my five. It puts me at 10. Okay. Uh, Rhapsody, your android ears hear the unmistakable sound that you have heard your entire life of three years. Cannon fire. Echoing back. You hear Akim saying there's nothing, but as you, as your ears prick up, you hear in the distance, uh, Ahead of you, or out from the cliff, but below you, you hear cannon fire, and you see uh, a, a flash in the distance. I think we found them. And as you, as she says this, and it kind of doesn't ring out, but uh, as she as she says this into the night air, uh, in the in the silence that followed immediately after, you hear a guttural cry ringing out, and then uh, a kind of manic, high-pitched squeal of a laughter, which I don't want to have to do later but then silence envelops you again. All of this, you all know, very clearly came from ahead of you, out from the cliff, but below you, and then out a ways. Looks like we have to go down. He said about 75 feet down. 75 feet. With your good perceptions, I'm going to like kind of hand wave some physics math. Uh, I make a portal down. But with also your perception. You're I make what? a portal down. Okay, cool. Uh, tell me uh, how you're doing this without seeing where the portal's coming. Uh, that's a fair point. It has to be... Well, it has <laughs> to be in line of sight. I don't technically... <laughs> okay. Uh, but, I mean, oh, that, that is no, problematic I... because... Uh, well, I guess um, since I can't actually see... Um, I... 
Do your portals put off any light? No, mine don't. They're opaque and don't glow. I, well, I, I've, I've expressed before that my blasts and effects don't create light. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll kind of uh, turn to Occam and say, uh, okay, you're going to get one shot at this, so be ready. And I'll pull out a flashbang from my, uh, <clears throat> from my pouch and thunder spike off the cliff. Okay. Um. You know what? I'll, I'll let you do it. I was going to interrupt you and have Addy do something, but go for it. Yeah, you, you, you pull one out, you throw it, it goes down, it splashes in the water. You see a, a, a momentary flash of light under the water, and you see that it's uh, in that in that momentary flash. Uh, I feel like uh, Akim, you're give me. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hinge all of this on a easily failed perception check. <laughs> With this flash up bang underwater, the the roar of the waterfall kind of masks the sound, but you definitely see underneath, and in that instant, if anyone's looking down, I assume Occam yeah. at least is, uh, you see that it's just water. You see fish, you see uh, you see uh, underwater plants, but in that brief instant, you can see that there are no rocks below, and the water is actually quite deep there. The water's just water, but I'd still rather not just take the chance of falling. Uh, so I'm gonna go stand in the in the streamy bit, and I'm gonna open the portal there, uh, to mm -hmm. the point down like where the flashbang went off. At water, okay. uh, if if environmental material nearby ends up flowing through, water will probably flow through the top half of the portal. Um, I'm trying to like mitigate any fuck ups that that would make by placing that in the water. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh. that's that's fair. Well, I don't have to breathe, so I ain't scared. I'm gonna walk there. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rhapsody, you are going in first. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So you go through. You go through the top portal. You go through the bottom portal, but because you weren't touching Akim, you're gonna come out of random position, but you're not gonna like go through a wall. You're fine. You are. <laughs> you have now popped. Uh, is this right into the water? It was able to go that far down. Yeah, I have a hundred and like forty feet. Or some shut some such that I can put it. Okay, real quick behind the scenes uh, screen. I thought you said sixty at one point, so I thought, ha, I'm gonna make it seventy five. Uh, base uh, distance so... is a uh, hundred, and then I get another ten feet per level. Okay, I don't know what number I was confusing. So good job. Uh, you can't can't uh, shoot a shitter. Probably yeah. dark vision. Probably. Uh, so yeah, uh, Rhapsody, you're able to walk straight through this portal, and you are now uh, you. You don't even start to tread water. You just sink to the bottom, and then uh, as you as you as you go straight down uh, with dark vision, you can see underwater. It's like that scene in uh, Star Trek Insurrection when Data <laughs> finds the hidden base and he just walks in that lake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you are now at the bottom of this lake. Uh, this is uh, bottom of a waterfall. I'm sure there's a technical term, but you're down there and you see, uh, you know, uh, underwater wildlife is flitted away from you as you have made your appearance known and uh you're able to uh with difficulty because it is slippery underwater you're able to uh climb to the bank and you are now uh on the ground on dry ground who will make sure everybody gets through okay first okay uh, uh i will help addy through next how are you helping addy through 
Well, she doesn't have dark vision. She can't see. He's talking about when she goes through the portal, she's going to be in, underwater in the dark, and she can't see. So he's going with her, basically. Okay. Is that sorry? I'm, yeah. I don't know why. I... Okay. Yes. Uh, you you both uh, go through hand in hand. Uh, go through the portal. You guys don't merge into some weird cat human beast. Uh, and you guys are in the water. I know. It's just a dumb joke. Uh, I had Star Trek on my mind for a wow. while. So yeah, you both are there. <laughs> Give me uh, athletics chess because she's wearing heavy armor, uh, so she's gonna take a penalty to this as you have to uh, swim to the bank. Oh, it's a nat eighteen. Oh shit. Plus, uh, I had a nat seventeen, so dirty twenty. Oh, nice. Twenty-seven minus four armor check penalty. Twenty-three. Yes. Uh, you both are able to uh, swim to there, and uh, uh, you don't hear anything as, you, as the three of you are down there, and Occam is up. Uh, it's silent now. You just hear the roar of the waterfall above, and Occam, you're going to... Yeah, I'll, I'll go through with the flashlight. Okay. Of course. All right. Uh, you go through. Uh, give me, as you as you pop out on the other side, uh, give me athletics check as you swim to the shore yourself. Seven or 16, sorry. Uh, 16 total. I don't have the exact DC with me, but 16 sounds uh, good enough. You're wearing light armor, so you have no uh, armor check penalty. I have, a, I, have, I have a one ACP, uh, but I factored that in. Oh. Do, does the fact that he has extra arms help him with athletics tasks like swimming? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I have I don't a miscellaneous have, uh... plus two bonus to athletics. I think that perhaps counts. I think that may be uh... it right there. <laughs> I, I was just curious because there are times no, extra good. arms would be very useful. Right. Yeah, more oars to pilot the boat. Have a natural grace. Kasafa received plus two racial bonus to acrobatics and athletics. So uh, yeah, we can we can uh, flavor it to be it's because of the uh, extra set of arms. But yeah, you're able to uh, get there just fine. You're all there. Your portals are dismissed. They last for a minute, and then, then they'll okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you are you are all there, uh, soaking wet. Uh, but you are there, and so yeah, you guys are now at the uh, bottom of this waterfall. Uh, give me another perception check as you guys are looking around. Now that you guys are a bit closer to the source of the sound before. Eighteen. Kia. Twenty-one. Finally, a good roll. Uh, fourteen. It's it's a good it's a good deal warmer. Because you're you're further down, you're deeper into this blanket of hot. So uh, as you, as you're walking along, you know your body heat. It's muggy. You're just kind of a sopping wet mess as you uh, kind of trudge towards where you thought you heard the sound before. Uh, uh, Rhapsody with your great roll because you had detected it before. You kind of had a. I'll, I'll give you a hand wave a circumstance bonus that you didn't need that you know the direction that you were going so you are all going that way and uh as you make your way across a bit later you hear small peppering weapons fire again and uh is in the light of these even those of you that don't have dark vision you can see that illuminating is this is this very craggly stone building ahead of you um as you're walking along the the muddy dirt kind of gives way to a bit of a crumbly cobblestone road and you guys have uh, come across uh, uh, come up to a building and those of you with uh, the ability to see with the flashlight and dark vision you see that 
before you is a busted up, ancient, decrepit, crumbling tower. Do we see who is firing these weapons? No, you. Uh, they are coming from inside. You're seeing uh, through holes in the walls and through the what must be windows. Uh, the flash is coming from inside this. Oh, uh, she gonna march her ass up in there. Okay. Uh, charging forward or stealthing? Anyone? Stealth forward. I'll stealth. But I stealth forward very quickly, so. Okay, are you, uh, so are you all going as one, I guess I should say. So I, I kind of wish I had learned roll 20 by now, but uh, just imagine you are uh, about 30 to 40 feet from the entrance to this kind of castle gateway. Yeah, well. And uh, inside. Hmm? I was just to say, Rhapsody is out this first in, last out. So regardless of what everybody okay. else is doing, she's she's okay. hauling ass, which is not very fast for her. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, you charge forward without a, a hesitation, and Addy, right behind you, uh, what about the boys? What are they doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak up to one of these windows. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, Brasha, what about you before I continue? I'm going to try and stealth in. Okay. Um, trying to use Rhapsody as cover to hide. It's not difficult to do. She's a big girl. Okay. Uh, I will say that. Uh, okay. You know what? So let me do this. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Rhapsody, Addy, Brasha charge straight in through the, to the door, through the door, into the door. I'll say you guys are close enough that even with uh, Rhapsody's limited speed, you are able to get just inside the door. Uh, Akim, you got hella speed as uh, previously noted. Uh, you're able to uh, creep up to the window. Give me a stealth check. Oh, that's not good. Or did you say yes. four? Okay. Uh, as as you're going through, uh, you 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 get right up to it, and as you get up right up to it, and you kind of peer in, you step on a, a a piece of crumbling debris from it, and you you don't roll an ankle, but you definitely do that. Like you stepped on a marble slide, and then you bounce into the wall, into the window, and what all four of you see at the exact same time, because. That's how I'm timing this. <laughs> you see inside this uh, large um, receiving area of a castle, big open building, uh, big open area, uh, stairs to your left and right going up to an upper balcony. But in the middle, you see a, a gold scaled dragonkin swooping around in the air above, firing pistols down. You see a white furred Rhyphorian all of these having very much muddier, dirtier, busted armor, and he's firing a very heavy weapon at the uh, the, the back end of this kind of courtyard. Uh, not courtyard. What's the word? Main hall. And then uh, off to the left, you see uh, uh, floating up into the up to the balcony above a, a roped figure. Well, Rhapsody knows which of these people are supposed to be her allies and who is not. So she's not going to hesitate to, to enter the fray. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Brasha right behind her is just going, which one, which one, which one, which one? <laughs> like in her ear. Okay. Kill that one. <laughs> okay. And the one, when she says that one, that one is a uh, seven foot tall vampiric fangs coming down from an ugly bear-like creature 
this is a Randoneck, and it is dwarfing this uh, rather large uh, white-furred Rhyphorian, and this is what everyone's focus is on. Um, Akim, what, uh, so I guess, you know, right now, actually, no, that's not true. Too many moving pieces, I'm sorry, give me a second. Um, so you all make it through, none of you made a stealth check, or none of you passed a stealth check, and they all rolled uh, better than you. As uh, you see the dragon can turn its head to you, it kind of like lists a little bit. Uh, the Rhyphorian did not see you. It's it's blasting this thing with a machine uh, artillery laser rifle, and the uh, the hooded figure is flying up above. But this Randonex sees you. It's peering at you, and it's just red eyes glowing at all of you. Let's all roll for initiative. Okay, uh, initiative, as you can imagine, got a little hairy over here. So uh, while I sort that out. I need to make a clarification. A moment ago, I mentioned a robed figure. That robed figure is Tybizan Magfina, the elf that uh, assisted them before. Uh, up ahead, their foe is actually going to be wearing robes as well, so it got a little confusing. So I apologize, and let's get right back into it. All right, so you guys see this Randoneck. It is uh, charging forth. It, it, it's not charging, it is standing lumbering paws up in the air, but before it can do anything, uh, that Rhyphorian is going to uh, uh, set, uh, not set, throw his uh, Gatling laser down, pull out a, uh, a frag grenade and throw it. Definitely hits. Let me see if the Rananek it fails as this Rananek, uh this Rhyphorian and uh, I'll, I'll have art up for all this on the show notes, but this white furred uh, Badly battered Rhyphorian is going to throw a frag grenade at there. And in the middle of this court, uh, main hall, a burst goes off. And the Randoneck is uh, too slow and big to get out of the way. It takes a good deal of damage as it roars out in pain. Um, above the uh, the uh, uh, floating hooded figure continues going up and it uh, lands down. It is She's about 30 feet above you. And she's just standing there. She has a pistol drawn. And that dragon kin is going to rain down fire from above as it lands on the other side of it. So now blocking. But you hear two shots ring out. Oh, shit. That's a nat 20. Do I give? You think I should give NPCs nat tw- uh, critical hit? Yeah. I mean, NPCs can crit. It most do. All right. Oh, they're, they're yeah, even names. So, yeah, even like some podcasts I listen to, like, it's not a named character. But no, this is a named character. Uh, let's see. Energy, light him up. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he has, uh, th- this one, this dragonkin, and a dragonkin is, uh, I think gargoyles, but a dragon instead of whatever the hell gargoyles That's are. A savage world mechanic with the whole named character thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, some, some other ones, it's a home rule where, I, I can't think of the game, the podcast. Anywho's. Okay, damn. Didn't get the extreme, but using the, uh, Starfinder critical hit deck, this one actually is a good one. Uh, so not only does it do damage, it does minimum damage, so two damage. <laughs> that's that's one doubled. Um, uh, all your allies get a cir- plus one circumstance bonus to attack rolls against the target for one round. So for this round, each of you get a plus one to attack. <laughs> so as this thing goes, this laser blasts it, and it blasts it in such a way that it kind of illuminates it a bit. And, you see in the back of the the main hall this 
gigantic shadow brought up by this uh, uh, laser blast, and you all can see a little better. That was actually a good one. I've had some bad experience with those. So that is the trio taken care of. Rhapsody, now you are up. You are, let's call it 35 feet away from this uh, Rananek. Okay, so somewhere on here is my actual move speed. I know it's, cause like I have reduced movement speed, but then I have a uh, upgrade that reduces the penalty for my movement speed, so. Okay, okay, so I have a movement speed of only 25, I think. Because my armor drops it to 20, but then the upgrade slot brings it back up to 25. That's right. right. Okay, so, uh, yep, yep. So you're able to get uh, within 10 feet of it. Uh, do you want to double move to get right up next to it? Um, the, the oh, yeah. was it the Raforian that's on the ground in front of it? Mm-hmm. Can, if I double move, can I get in next to him? Oh, he's, he's about uh, 15 feet away. So you would be able, if you wanted to uh, stomp with one movement action to be like right in front of him, you can do that. Uh, yeah, she wants to get in next to him because she does have the bodyguard ability should oh, she need to protect him. Okay, so yeah, you, you, you stomp forward, you go right up next to him. Do you want to say anything to this guy? Uh, if I remember correctly, it doesn't do any good for me to speak to him. He doesn't speak at all. That's right. She doesn't, but I was going to just have him. She doesn't know whether she, he can hear or not. She doesn't know anything about him. She just knows he can't speak at all. So she just assumes mm -hmm. he doesn't hear either that it's all telepathic because she doesn't okay. know. Okay. Do you want to nod or anything? That's why, yeah, just, you know, as you stomp up, if you like acknowledge him in any sort of ways. Oh, she'll smile at him. Uh, this isn't the first time she's mm -hmm. fought with him. Exactly. That's what I was leading up to. And yeah. he's, yep. So yeah, he sees, uh, yeah, he sees this big-ass gold woman stand up next to him, and uh, like he did before when you guys fought together, he'll look up at you, and he has to look up at you, and he just smiles, just all of his uh, white teeth, his fangs bearing as he's just smiling up at you. So that is them. Uh, as you go up from behind uh, the Rannoneck, you hear uh, uh, an alien language that you can't quite hear. The, the, the voice, the pitch is very high, you see step out from the side of it to this and it's uh, speaking in a language you can't quite understand you see a uh, tan furred humanoid with a tail and insectoid eyes uh they're they're wearing uh, a flowing uh uh very ornamental uh black robes but it steps out and it sees you it's got uh pulls out a pistol of its own and you see floating above it, an orb is floating around its head. It's going to pull out a pistol and fire at you. Oh, that might actually hit you. Uh, yes, that definitely hit you. 26? Uh, yes. My my ACs are 18 and 20. Okay, yeah, this was a 19 on the die, plus 7, 26. Uh, but it does uh, four points of sonic damage as this kind of goes across the main hall, past the random neck, and kind of just hit you square in the chest uh, for us uh, four points of damage. Okay. And uh, it's been a while, so uh, remember it comes off your stamina first? Yes. I haven't hit you in so long, uh, which sounds terrible out of context. Um, that was them. That was them. Next up is uh, Addie Star, and she was coming up right behind you. 
she uh, she has her battle bow out. She's going to uh, fire. She's going to uh, kind of veer off to the left a bit and uh, take aim and fire at the Rananek with this now poison-tipped uh, battle bow. Oh, dear. Uh, unfortunately, with a nine, uh, the, the shot goes wide, and it just kind of flings up, and it just kind of just embeds into the, the stone wall behind, and she just kind of curses and quick draws another arrow, uh, notches is backed into place. Uh, next up, we have Brasha. Uh, Brasha's gonna move as well closer to the Ren and neck while still staying as close to the wall as possible. I okay. guess. Are you stealthing? <laughs> yeah, why not? Sure. And then I'm gonna fire off my uh, I'm gonna fire off my semi-auto pistol at him. My trick you should uh, be doing right now. An operative trick? Do you have anything combat-y, or am I thinking of envoys? Uh, I am an envoy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, um, but they are move actions. I see. For me. Okay. Oh, really? So, I thought you took yeah, right now I'm to, moving. You didn't take the feet to make that? It moves it from an action to a move action. I see. Okay, fair enough. Uh, give me that stealth check to see if uh, you're going to be uh, hitting its flat-footed. Uh, not great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a five on the die puts me at a 13 that's a that's a success yeah he rolled a, a, a two on the die even with the bonus he got a 12 uh and i just gave that away Whoa. so with your 13 this thing will be flat-footed so go ahead and fire at this it has not uh observed you yet and i misspoke i meant my rotating pistol not my semi-auto okay that's fine um i've right now my rotating pistol and my laser pistol out Pistols, pew pew, go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god, uh, fourteen. Okay, yeah. so a loud bang goes off, and you see the Rannanek's ears kind of twitch, and it uh, uh, now looks, it turns its eyes towards you. So that was your, that was Brasha. Next up is Brasha's ears also rotate to the back of his head as, <laughs> as he gets spotted, and he's just like. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the next up is Lorana next. So you scared it. Uh, Rhapsody uh, got up to it. It's looking a little intimidating. Uh, the But the Rhyphorian has heard it already. So I'm going to roll a D4. One and two is you. Three and four is the Rhyphorian because uh, Rhapsody, while gold and powerful and beautiful, hasn't really drawn this thing's attention. That's a... One, so it's going to move towards you, Brasha, and uh, you're back. You're still back behind where Rhapsody and them are, right? Yeah, I would have been, because I was staying behind Rhapsody the entire way in, and and then you am just kind of skirting along the wall. So, like, if it's moving past us, do we get a AOS? Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to figure out. You will because you have a melee weapon. So yeah, this thing uh, that that shot rang out and it kind of hurt its ears and. It's going to just run towards you. So as it runs to runs past you, Rhapsody, on the way to Brasha, go ahead and swing out with your uh, sword. Also, which sword are you hitting with? I, I I typically just use my analog sword because it's the one that has my rune on it that bypasses gotcha. DR. Does an 18 gotcha. hit? Uh, KAC? Yes. yes, it does. And uh, did you factor in the plus one? Yes, I did. Okay, yep, yeah, that hits exactly. So good job on that. Okay, so 
seven damage. Okay. And like I said, damage. it does bypass DR if that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't in this instance, but uh, thank you for holding me to it as I'm riffing and trying to find my HP for this thing. Okay, there it is. Okay. Uh, how much damage? Seven? Uh, five plus my strength mod, which is two. Oh, but I was supposed to add my level as well. So, yes. so it's ten. Okay, right? another ten points. Of, yep. Ten points of damage. This thing is uh, it is officially bloodied at this point. This thing, uh, uh, the, the shots and cuts that it's had, and then you just slash... Uh, right across its flank as it goes past you, uh, and it's going to walk to Brasha. Speed is 40 feet. It's going to come just short of... Oh, no, it has 10-foot reach. It's going to uh, be able to reach you with its long-ass paw and reach out and kind of take just one swipe at you, Brasha. Definitely hits. Yes, that uh, definitely definitely hits. Uh, 12 on the die, plus 12. Uh no, plus 11. So 23 to hit. Definitely hits. D8, though. Oh, minimum damage. Uh, eight points of piercing damage as a claw rakes you across your brand new armor that you just got. Um, Brasha um, bears his teeth at this and lets out a long... That's awesome. Okay, uh, next up, uh, end of the round is uh, uh, Akim. What do you got for us? What what craziness are you gonna inflict on me? I'm gonna. Uh, what's the positioning of the robed weird person and the random neck right now compared to everybody else? Uh, the uh, so from Rhapsody, uh, the the robed figure is a uh, forty uh, fifty feet away. I have I kind of have a, a rudimentary map on my paper right here. So uh, fifty feet from no forty five feet from Rhapsody is this creature. You're still outside the building, looking in through the window. <laughs> so from you, uh, I'm estimating about sixty five feet, seventy feet. Okay. Seventy feet from you is that. So you're still set back away. I'm gonna do the fast portal rip, uh, causing myself to take a burn and turn incorporeal. Okay. Uh, okay. And I'm gonna pop the portal near where uh, Rhapsody is and the other one behind the uh the robed figure and i'm going to just float through the wall uh as my move um i move half okay. speed that way so i only get 25 feet closer okay so uh, uh and does the portal open this turn yes it does yeah it this, this was did the fast, fast one. one so there so open. so behind okay and to be clear your portal doesn't make a sound when it does when it opens either right no uh, n- we haven't had it make a sound before. I don't think it does. So. I'm not gonna have it. No, it doesn't make sense to. I'm not gonna do it now to hurt you. So yeah. Uh, so behind this thing, it pops up. Rhapsody, this portal pops next to you. Uh, what do you? How's your reaction to this? As this portal pops up, you see clearly that it pops behind and then next to you. Oh, she knows what these portals are for, and she knows what he wants. So. All right. <laughs> okay, and then uh, you continue the rest of your turn, Occam, as you face through the wall. Um, are you stealthing at all? No, at this point, there's not a huge point. Okay, that's fine. Uh, he rolled a 19, uh, natty 19 on the, uh, perception to see you. He sees you face through and you see the look on its face. Uh, its mouth just drops open as this, uh, armored, uh, four-armed critter, creature, not critter, uh, uh, phases through the wall right in front of him. 
at top of the round. Uh, uh, first up, Rhapsody, right next to you, this portal has opened up. There's one right behind you. You are the first one in the round to go. Well, he obviously wants me to step through this portal and start killing the things up there, so... So you step through, you pop... Uh, uh, you will, you will, because you're not touching him, it will, uh, you know what, you have enough movement to step through a portal and step right up to this one. Uh, go ahead and, uh, roll me your attack. Alrighty. So, a dirty 20. Definitely hits. For, ooh, max damage. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, uh, you step through, you slash through, and as you slash, uh, you just like, in one fluid movement, I think you just like, you don't even hesitate at this point. You've been traveling with Occam for so long that you step through, and as you're stepping through, you start to swing, but as you come through, you finish the swing, and you cut this thing right in the back, uh, just slashes it straight down the middle, not down in half, but straight across. This thing uh, falls to its knees, turns around, 